The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Pull up your chair as we sit back down at our table in the shed to continue our urban fantasy campaign set in the Dresden Files Accelerated System. Our heroes have subdued the voodoo practitioner, but now there are zombies to contend with. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes, Facebook, um, and, well, and other places. Twitter. We're on Twitter, too. Um, Google+. Plus. We, and Google Plus. Do we ever tweet? And, uh, yeah. Well, at each episode release, there are tweets. And there are some people who have asked us different questions that we've responded to. And I say we as in, you know, you, collectively. Maybe you we, should give me access to Twitter and I can just randomly do uh, shed tweets for us. I'm pretty sure I am not the gate, gatekeeper of access to Twitter. Ooh. I'd have to sign I up for Twitter, it. I think Twitter itself. Yeah, you'd have to sign up for it. Yeah. However... We are going to go around the table here and say hi, starting with... Hey, everyone. This is Mickey, a.k.a. Mora, the song. JJ here. I'll be playing Cletus Fitzhammer. This is Kurt. I'm playing Jamie Anderson, the uh, wealthy woodsman. The wealthy woodsman. This is Chris. I'll be playing Victor Bartok. And I am Joe. I am the game master for this Dresden Files Accelerated role-playing game. We are in our first adventure of the campaign. And to give us a quick recap, or perhaps a lengthy recap, depending on how she wants to do it, of our last session is Mickey. All right, let's see if I can do this. So we started off the episode in an abandoned grocery store. Victor and Mora were up front dealing with a Shaw person, Shaw woman. Shaw. Uh, Kurt's character, Jamie, and Fitz, don't call me Fitz, Cletus... Were in the back of the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cletus was in a freezer with what turned out to be zombies. He made a circle on the floor for some reason, which we never got to, but escaped later on, made a ruckus. Jamie's character took a couple of sniper shots at the Shaw woman. Sure. They didn't penetrate. <clears throat> <clears throat> Same time that Victor was wrestling with the chick on the floor, the same shot person. Some weirdness ensued. Shots were fired. There was some wrestling. Jamie's character, no, Cletus's character came in, smashed her hand. God, I'm terrible at this. Yeah, there was a smashing of the hand, killed the spell that we had on the voodoo doll. Then, all of a sudden, we were surrounded by zombies. Mora... Did a little bit of, uh, what do we call it? Static? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like supernatural you, you interfered jamming. with the commands that they were yeah. receiving. Supernatural um, jammer. And that's where we left off. Yes. Off. So Surrounded were, by <laughs> zombies. There were some zombies that kind of stopped in their tracks over in zone one for us, which is where the um, voodoo practitioner, Shaw woman, Shaw person thingy is the bad guy girl woman in this case um as she went unconscious everyone heard the the shuffling of footsteps and moaning and Mora went off to investigate as um cletus and jamie were tying up the shaw person woman <coughs> voodoo mama and uh father victor bartok was there as well enjoying so, a twinkie enjoying a twinkie at this point we're going to bring everyone together at the same time in that this is right where the countermeasures were deployed by Mora. She, the, the voodoo practitioner is now securely tied up, although still unconscious. And uh, Father Victor Bartok has eaten the last bite of his Twinkie and licked that little bit of cream off the tip of his finger. So good. So good. So good. There is still shuffling and moaning coming from the other side of the store. Um, and I would say for sure Cletus knows that's where he was. That's where that noise is coming from now. Now, are these uh, 21 Days Later zombies? or These are, so far, these are George Romero zombies. Slow shuffling. But that's only so far. They haven't tasted your flesh yet. (laughs) I say yet. So I leave it up to everybody. What's your next step? Let's make our way to, like, go back. Go back exit, like, go back room. We could kind of huddle up there, maybe. 
Like you want to go towards more zombies? Well, I don't know where they're at. I mean, I know I could hear, but I don't know where they're, they're all uh, around based, us. Again, based on our <laughs> map, you guys, I just drew on there, um, just for those listening, we have a rectangle, and at once, one long side of the rectangle is the main entrance and the cart entrance where our heroes have entered. And then um, as you go in that main entrance and you look far left is the refrigerated section where beers and such would be contained in a uh, supermarket. And that, for us, that is zone three. The middle of the store, everything in the middle we're calling zone two. And then zone one is the fresh produce, bakery, etc. That's where all of our characters and the um, voodoo practitioner are right now. It is also within zone one at the, f- at the back of the store where Mora has paused some of the uh, shambling creatures. You are hearing the sounds now from zone three. So the opposite end of the store figure, what is that? 150 feet away? Maybe. I mean, but remember everything, the sound carries everywhere here. We know that's where the the sound is coming from because you don't see it coming from anywhere else. I mean, if if you guys can buy me a few minutes, I can put together a spell that might get rid of the animating force. And, yeah. and I, you know, I was thinking, too, another option might be to get ourselves somewhere that we could be closed off from them. Like, I don't know, in the back that's what where I the refrigeration but is. But I think that's where some of them are. That was the problem. Because that was originally my plan Yeah, well. Cletus yeah. was in, this, in the fridge when that he first saw That was this way, them. but he, we're hearing noise back here, oh, okay. too. Or, yeah. or you've stopped those that were yeah. there. I sure, yeah. So it's they, a, they definitely <laughs> came from everywhere around the outside of the store that isn't the main entrance. The main entrance is just a big windowed facade on the front, and it's still daylight and, you know, nice and bright up there. And they aren't there. To your point, maybe we could just back up against the main entrance, because we know they're not there. Make a wall of carts. No carts. One of the things I had said in one of the first episodes, no no more carts were around. So in this case, I've already ruled that one out. Or or do we just want to, like, throw her into the Jeep and just leave? Well, leave zombies here. I got an idea. What's that? Uh, Burn the place if we down. can draw them toward the main entrance, all the shelving is still in place, right? Yeah. So as they enter the shelving and kind of corral themselves through, I can use some magnetism to knock over all the shelves and potentially crush a bunch of zombies, domino style. Possibly. I'm good with that. So we're running back and forth saying, come here, hey, come here, come here. Come get me. And yeah, to kind of corral them into Setting up the, a trap. Setting up a yeah. trap. Okay. I like it. Let's make it happen. Ambush. All right. Let's, um, if nobody's going to go, quote, unquote, hand-to-hand with them yet. Yes. Let's just treat this as this is more of the, um, I got to remember the right verbiage here. I think we're talking about um, a um, contest rather than a conflict. We were just going through conflict. I think it's contest, and that this isn't on the the quick reference card. So anybody who wants to look in the PDF can can find out. Uh, however, the, so what we'll treat it as nobody's doing damage to anyone else yet. You're just trying to corral them, trap them. Um, I, I guess let's kind of go around and tell me how you're going to do it, and let's get some rolls to see if you're effective. Who, who would like to step up first? So what I'll do is I'm going to. Uh, from my pouch of um, spell focus aids that I use, I'm going to pull out a, a roll of magnets. Okay. And I'm going to break them off and hand them to each one of my partners. And I'm going to uh, tell them to stick them to the top of all the uh, aisles, of all the, the center things. Okay. Um, while <laughs> I work on starting the ritual. All right. How are you, are you guys just, are you going to comply? Sure. So, am I close enough to them to hear this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you're still probably fifteen, twenty feet away. You're not far at all. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So that's a start. Next. So at this point, are we fanning out to do that? Yep. Sounds right. Is there anything else anyone is going to do as part of preparation? My inclination, as Jamie would be, after I do that, would be to. Try to. You know, my inclination is almost always going to be try to get kind of high ground and take a over overlook or overwatch okay. position. So, if it works, I'll go put this out and then kind of do what I did before and try to get up high on right. top of one of the shelves. I use myself so as gonna, bait to try to corral them some more, make make a lot of noise. Right. 
Okay. I don't want to waste ammo shooting them for no reason, but yeah. if they get close to Cletus or something while he's doing his ritual or his invocation, I need to be able to yeah, buy him okay. time. Um, so Jamie is specifically looking for the bad guys and what they're doing. Yeah, once I put the magnets out like he requested, then, yeah, yeah I want to be the watch and, and buy time okay. shooting um, if necessary. So then what I want to do with that one is it is it's going to be an, that's pretty much going to be an action. You're trying to figure something out. And what I'm thinking of is um, as you're watching them, it's going to be the create an advantage action. So okay. you're trying to look at what they're doing to see if you can come up with something okay. that gives you an advantage over them. Okay. And I say that because of the way you described it, not because you said it, but because of the way you described it. After you put the magnets out, you're going to get high ground and watch the bad guys and see what's going on. Right, because I do something to give me a future benefit, yeah. creating a new aspect yeah. or adding invokes. So this would be, yeah, this would be like essentially creating a buffer or a defensive barrier. Yeah, I'm uh, a good of some map. type, right. Yeah. So, let's so do, do I that. roll for that? Yep, it's going to be a roll. And what, asp- or what approach do you think that's going to, to come down to? I'm just, first, I'm checking my stunts to see if there's anything I would want okay. to use. Dude, definitely crazy ninja powers. Well, that's what I was thinking. Crazy, crazy ninja powers. Mark a wild power box to gain plus two on use of guile while hiding or preventing someone from hunting me. Well, um, Mickey's just showing me something here that I'm going to adhere to in the rules. What page is that, Mickey? 185. So I'm going to go to that. Mickey, if you wouldn't mind just reading the first few sentences there. Second paragraph. At the beginning um, at of the, the contest? At the beginning where it's... Uh, yeah, exactly. At the beginning of the contest, the GM decides the number of victories required to win the contest. The standard is three, reduce for a shorter, easier contest, or increase for a more dramatic or drawn-out one. Okay. So in this case, what it's going to be, because like I said, this is going to be a contest, and we're going to go with the standard. So it's going to be you guys versus the zombies, right? Uh, or you guys versus the uh, opposition, because it could be the sh- the Shama woman. Shama Lama Ding Dong. Um, and we're going to call successes three. So collectively as a group, you guys need to succeed three times for this to work. Uh, to, to get them funneled to where you want so that Cletus can pull off his spell. All right. Um, so let's start with that. Jamie, um, go ahead. Did, I'm sorry, oh. did you decide what approach? Well, uh, I mean, do you think crazy ninja powers is appropriate? I can mark a wild power box to gain plus two on the use of guile while hiding or preventing someone from hunting me. Um, are you trying to hide from them? Because you're trying to trap them. Yeah. It's more like a lure. Well, hunting. It sounds like the opposite. You're trying to pull them into Oh, is somewhere. it hunting or hiding? Hunting or stalking. Oh, I can't read my writing. I said hiding. It's hunting. Okay. While hunting. Um, yeah, descri- although I'm not really hunting. I'm not really hunting. I'm, right. I, yeah, I'm not going to use it because I'm basically just taking, yeah. like I said. I mean, you're Overwatch. baiting something, but you're baiting something for someone else to get it. Yeah. And um, you may be a good baiter, but you're not a master. Oh, mm, you're not a master baiter. <laughs> plus, plus, plus evens. Three plus, uh, I mean, I think that has to be focus. Oh, Why? Th- that, or, that was what we were looking at. What, what or, or would be guile did you want to use? Guile or intellect. Yeah. You're trying to get around these guys without them touching you. Yeah. Right. Guile's fine, so it'd be five. Okay. okay. Now, I'll tell you, I had a two. Okay. Um, they're easily misled. Now, what I'm going to do with that is you succeed. Uh, in this style. case, we're talking about creating an advantage. You're sc- succeeding with style. And it says create or discover an aspect an aspect, and you get two free invokes on it. You're going to discover an aspect because I'm going to, the, the whole purpose for me here was to let you, if you're paying attention to them, to let, let you discover something that is pertinent to them okay. and what's going on. Um, as you were with the voodoo practitioner, you noticed there that she was wearing several things carved out of bone around her neck. And one of them was a symbol that you now see faintly glowing on the forehead of each of the zombies as you look at them. Okay. And you're sure that's the same thing that she had wearing, uh, was wearing around her neck. And at the same time, because you succeed with style, um, that means you get uh, two free invokes on that, which means for you, 
provided, of course, you have points to work with, you can say, because those symbols matter, I can do X. And that lets you use a fate point to get a plus two or whatever. Oh, it's a free invoke. It uh, Does it say free? Two free. Sorry, no points. Yes. So you can just get a plus two. Yeah. And you can do it twice. Right. Just a plus two, not a reroll, right? Yeah. Not a reroll, just a plus two. Okay. All right, so you got that. What is uh, Victor up to? Uh, I was going to make some noise to kind of funnel them down into the right way. So you're just using um, then what What would you say your approach is? It would either be guile or intellect. Maybe okay. intellect to make sure I'm kind of... So the quick thinking to make sure you're yeah. applying the right uh, touch to the situation. Yeah, make okay. sure I'm not, they're not losing sight of me, so I'm not losing one group and the other group goes off, you know. Okay. I don't know if zombies are susceptible to noise as they are to uh, the misdirection that, that Jamie was uh, applying to them. We'll see. What were you doing? He was just trying to watch them and make sure they were going in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, be a two. I have a four. Yeah. So um, it's like the noise doesn't affect them at all. Yeah. All right. Mora. Mora's going to start kicking things. Okay. Well, because they're coming up, and we're trying to keep, crawl them into the aisle, so I could see her yeah. kind of running around the outside, making sure that they don't go beyond the aisles. Okay. Like, if somebody's coming too close, she would kick them back, back into their other buddies, just basically okay. keeping them back. So that almost sounds like, hey, speed. You're running and corralling running, them and corralling. making sure they stay on the on, on on point. Yes. Like your hair. Like my hair. Yes. Zombies on fleek. Or something. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. That's not bad. These oh, two cancel out. That's plus one. Eight. I've got plus two. Ooh. I got zero. Ooh. Um, actually, I got negative one. Sorry. So that's even better. Um, that is, that is a success with style. Uh, yeah. To me, it sound, we didn't establish what action you were taking, but it sounded like you were going with create advantage, which is make it so Cletus would have an advantage when they got to where he needed them yeah, to be. Yeah, absolutely. We just, we're all just trying to keep them into one central so area. In, in this case, um, unless you can think of an aspect, I can give you one that you discover like I did with Jamie. An aspect of the environment? or uh, Of the zombies, in this case. So the aspect that Jamie had uncovered was that they are linked symbolically to the voodoo practitioner. Which I haven't... Do they know that? Do I have to communicate that to them? How well, does yeah, that work? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, you, would s- you would just tell them. Now, theoretically, the zombies aren't smart enough to even know what you're talking about, so you could just shout it. Right, okay. We'll play it like we play almost everything. That It's all above the table, and you're going to share it unless you specifically right. say you don't. Can I invoke an aspect that I think they have? You're creating one at this point. Because I wouldn't... We and said then that you get two free invokes on what you create, if it applies. We said that they're slow sl- shambling zombies. So, so far, they're, they're shuffling even, yes. So I would invoke their clumsiness. Okay. So that, like, when I push one, it kind of stumbles and knocks a couple of, like, bowling pins. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So that works. Um, so now, in addition to the symbolic link aspect um, that Jamie can exploit for free twice. They also now have a clumsy aspect that Mora can exploit for free twice. Invoke. Awesome. Okay. So let me um, just write that. I was going to type it, but I'm reading a different page, so I'm going to do it this way. Um, All right, Cletus, um, what are you actually setting up? Because your partners are actively corralling the zombies. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm setting up a little bit of... uh of a ritual, okay. Um, it's, it's a hasty ritual, but it is a ritual magic. Um, and essentially, what I'm trying to do is, I'm casting a spell that will um, link each, each of the magnets to each other, mm-hmm. and then to the far wall. And so, what when the spell unleashes, um, the first aisle will start tilting toward the next one, and domino effect. Every and crush everything in the. So I'm thinking accordion compressed. Well, I was actually thinking that it, 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 there's only one more magnet on the far wall, so mm-hmm. it's almost like domino fall, 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 fall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not so much accordion, but dominoes. Okay. 
Um, so you're applying blunt force trauma to the... Because I don't think I can move shelving like that, but I can start so, an so effect. So here's one where I want, where I will want, want to refer to the rules in that what does that mean for ritual magic? Um, I was looking at ritual magic. Okay. So one of the things that you can do is have helpers. Mm-hmm. And uh, each person who successfully helps you can add a plus one to the preparation roll. And I'm treating it as that's what we're doing now, but I was looking at it as an action of creating an advantage. So we have both to work with. What does it do in this case if um, you say they help? Does it say that they have to come up with a way to help or you have to give them instructions to help? Because they've already done the magnet. I assume that's going to help. So the magnet right? thing will be, the, will, will be one version of help. Um, I mean, other characters may aid the cast of a ritual in two ways, either providing a teamwork bonus of plus one to the preparation roll or volunteering to absorb one or more of the costs. Okay. Now, you say costs. What does uh, cost mean as far as ritual magic goes? What do you so, have to pay? So, um, in, in the context of our game, we lost the use of that cell phone in okay. the first, in the first uh, episode. But for this one, what does it mean? Um, a cost would be that um, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I, I, right. I lose the ability to reclaim those magnets. They're no longer magnetized. So uh, I'm looking at, on page 172, the uh-huh. steps. So naming the effect you did, describing the effect you did, preparing the spell. Um, so it's an application of the focus approach, typically it says. Um, or normally, and then you make an overcome action against opposition based on the number of conditions and stunts attached to the ritual, and then you pay the cost. Um, and in this case, there, like it says, no such thing as a free lunch, so you have to make uh, have a, have a cost associated associated with it. And it sounds like you're going to need to name the conditions. And so far, what I think is you want to disable zombies. You want to uh, apply pin, the pin, disable. Pin all the zombies underneath shelving. Okay. Um, so that is the condition, would be pinned under shelves. And you want that to be a um, sticky or lasting condition? A which, sticky condition. Okay. So that adds a plus three to the required role for the focus approach. And then... Um, we will need to have, uh, let's see, a sticky condition requires two costs. And then, so the cost can be um, complications, right? Each complication pays one cost. And, and, and for those listening, um, this is one of those points where we're going to learn the rules as we go, as yeah. we've been trying to do. So anybody who wants to participate in this discussion around the table, please do so. And we will all figure out what we're going to do as we go. I mean, one of the costs on this could be that Cletus is particularly exhausted or something as a result mm-hmm. of the exertion. Or I mean, I don't know. You can't do another more we ritual carry magic out of for here. a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how your magic works if you'd have to recharge. So, well, if you look at page 173, it actually tells you the complications that you can accept um, as costs. Oh. So, in other words, the one of the costs or one of the complications is... I can't do this one alone. There's mm-hmm. no way I could complete it within the time allotted without assistance from my peers. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, maybe actually, I, I don't know if it says from your peers. It, if you're looking at assistance, it actually says NPCs or faction outside of your usual network. Okay. Just reading what it has there. Um, so people but are helping you regardless, but that's not a cost. The cost would be something outside of your control. But what I mean, what I mean is the yeah. helpers, they can, um, on page 175, yeah. they can absorb one of their costs. So I have okay. two helpers. They're absorbing two of the costs. Okay. They've helped me successfully with their roles. So that means they get the cost then instead of you? Or they absorb them. Oh, that's what I mean. It goes to them instead of you. Yeah. So while That's what it sounds like to me, at least. So somebody else has to spend th- the time, or somebody else has to reach out to their resources to help you. I mean, while this is you hap- don't pay the cost, someone else does. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Go ahead, Kurt. Well, I was just going to say, while this was happening, my character, I think, would be thinking, because of what I know about the symbol, that a faster solution might be to get that necklace or jewelry off of her 
and or destroy it because mm-hmm. there's some link between there her is no and the link zombies. between her right now there is no link between her and the zombies right now how and do we know that because i put a circle around her oh. no magic can get in or out of that circle ah. that's why they're wild because there's nobody controlling them probably i don't know so, with your knowledge, you could grab the medallion and then maybe try... If he crosses the circle, it will be broken, and she will be able to control them again. Not if he takes the medallion from her. If we're correct in that assumption. She can't control idea? them right now, right now, period. But they're running loose. Is the goal to neutralize them? Because crushing them, like putting the, the shelves on them will incapacitate them for a short time, but it won't kill them. Hmm. Right? And what would you like to do? I don't know. What do you, uh, could I, you grab the medallion? I mean, I don't want to break the circle if that's doing something yeah. particularly helpful. But, but do you know it is? It doesn't seem, if they're still coming, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that Jamie even knows what the, all that means. Yeah. So while Cletus is preparing stuff, it's Jamie's turn. Go is for it. Jamie going to do Create that? the drama. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Without knowing everything about because I don't know a warden from my bum hole. Um, I no. just know that there's some link. And my inclination... A warden would, to you is a guy who keeps <laughs> track of national parks. Right? My inclination would be to grab the medallion off of the okay. voodoo priestess and basically see what happens. Okay. And then if nothing good happens very quickly, try to smash it and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> Hulk smash. smash and that it. may lead to bad yeah. results, but that's probably what I would do. Okay. Um... In this case... Unless someone tells me to stop while I'm in process. Jamie goes to grab that um, bone token from the, uh, on her necklace. Now, what, what are you trying to do? Pull it off of her? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's, ty- she's incapacitated, right? She is currently yeah. not conscious as far as you can tell. And tied up. Right. So, yeah. right. Well, she's definitely tied up. But as far as uh, her being incapacitated... Well, my goal would be to go to do a quick snatch. Okay. And get away, and then see what happens. And if nothing happens, try to you know smash it on the ground, smash it with okay. my foot, something like that. Smash it with um, the butt of my gun. So you go to grab it, um, and as your hand gets closer, there's force against it. Against my hand, like push yeah. it back. Like um, like you, as you get closer, it's almost like your hand goes into uh, I don't know, like styrofoam, and you, it's hard to push forward, and and it's just like right at the edge of your fingertips. Is that from, can I tell if that's from the bone jewelry or is it from the circle? It's not from the circle. Once you've, once, it, it, literally, you wouldn't even know the difference. No. You just went towards her. There's a circle around her. You reached and right, at, right before you grabbed it, your fingers stopped. But it feels like you might be able to push further. But the, what you've done so far, you can't touch it. So do you want to try? I think I could just push harder with more force to grab it? Uh, That's what it sounds like you might need to do. Because you can't just grab it freely. It sounds like an action is required here. So there's something pushing against you. This might just be a flat-out overcome. Well, in here, I'll definitely use faster, stronger, tougher. Mark a Mm -hmm. wild power box to add plus one to any um, physical action. Okay. And then I guess this will be using force, which unfortunately for me is a plus zero. Okay. Uh, plus so. plus even even plus one so plus three actually. Hey, oh, you got three. I also have three, and if you're trying to overcome as a at a tie, you succeed with a minor cost. And what this is going to be is you're able to grab it, um, but it doesn't pull off of her. You have it in your hand, though. You're you're now able to hold it. What do you do with it? Um, I mean. And Victor's right there still, by the way. Um, So as it's transitioning to Victor's turn, if you have any input, anybody can have any input, right? So I I can't pull it. I can't pull it away. It it doesn't. The strength that you were able to to muster to grab it Uh isn't enough to like yank it free from her. And this is around her neck. Yeah, think of something like like, smash on the floor or anything. like that. It's like a leather strap, uh, a thin leather strap around her neck that holds several pieces of bone, and one of those pieces of bone or, or. Squares of bone right. has this symbol carved in it. Could I just cut the leather strap and pull it away? You or might be able to as your next turn starts, or if Victor might be able to help yeah. you out with that. I mean, I might say, cut it off, cut it yeah, off. Yeah, because I don't have a knife. I'll take your knife and yeah. 
I've always, got, I've always got knives. <laughs> always. Um, does it have a compass in the hilt and everything? And, and waterproof matches <laughs> if you matches, unscrew yeah. the end? Think of me as the Eagle Scout in the group. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so then, Victor, you've got, you've got a lead here. Yeah, I'm going to cut the okay. strap. So you, um, you're able to grab his knife, and the, the strap does cut pretty easily, and you're holding the... the, the well, actually, I guess you're holding, holding it. it. Jamie's still holding it. Um, do you want to work together to do anything else with that um, before we want to think uh, that was kind of easy to just grab it and cut it for for the father can you will these things to stop can I will them to stop oh you're holding the magic talisman here I guess I, guess I can try I wouldn't really know what to do other than essentially kind of shout out a mental stop stop see if it does anything no. and if not so you're not my ground. real father <laughs> That's impossible. Plan B is to smash it. <laughs> Mora. So I see these guys wrestling. Yep. With Has there been any change? Well, I mean, yes and no. I'm sure you could see them, but you're also playing pinball. Playing pinball. Yeah, bumper have, pool, whatever. Have yeah. I seen any change in the zombies' actions as a result of their actions? No. They're all still shambling towards the front and being corralled so far successfully by the people who have tried. Um, and they're funneling towards where Cletus is setting up his trap. Because nobody's failed anything yet, so that's still going on. Say, Cletus, hurry up. I don't know how much longer we can keep these things back. I continue my pinball okay. impersonation. Better? Yeah. Um, pinball impersonation continues. Well, that, I mean, that's still happening, I would say, unless you're going to change your course, we'll nah, just let that that's keep all I'm going, doing. right? Let it roll. Because they, the zombies haven't changed. Wait, let it ride, right? Let, let it, it ride. Rolly ride. Rolling ride. Um, Cletus, there's enough of them in there that you're pretty sure something could happen now. All right, so I'm looking at on page 171, yeah. how do I perform a ritual spell? Name the effect, summarize the desired outcome until the GM and you are satisfied. I think we got that we as got far that. as the, the, all of the shelving units are going to collapse in such a way that they trap the zombies as a sticky trapped condition. And step two is describe the effect, which is Same the idea. sticky trapped... Yeah. Now, prepare to spell is an overcome action with yeah. the appropriate approach to determine the accuracy of your preparations. And because we've taken time on this, I think the normal of focus applies unless yep. you wanted to convince me of otherwise. No, focus, okay. so I'm so doing we'll an focus. overcome roll. Okay. Oh, and then I need to say, do zombies really get overcome by this? Um, They're overwhelmed. Let's see Six. what we end up with. I have a one. So I'm going to say you succeed with a substantial amount of style. Um, you're muted, Kurt. You're muted, Kurt. He's like Nancy Kerrigan doing a triple sow cow. He's got so much style. Yeah, well, Tanya Harding's about to wake back up. <laughs> <laughs> well so done. There. Yeah. Um, so the shelves start to collapse. Yeah. Um, and it's starting to pull the zombies towards. And now we'll say uh, the way that you were moving your hands, well, I could see visually, it's like they're going from zone one to zone three. Yep. Like that direction. So if we're facing the front of the store, they're going from right to left. The, the shelving, um, there's that, uh, that ominous creaking sound of big metal things about to move and the, the screeching of the metal, that little bit of piercing sound. Um, and the, a little bit of dust is starting to stir up, and then the shelves just start to collapse with big honking thumps and a big screeching crunch. And um, it's crunching the zombies. The first shelf goes down. The second one goes down. And, Jamie, you're there as mm -hmm. this stuff's going on. You have this talisman in your hand now. And you're thinking stop. And you're pretty sure you, you should probably stop thinking that because it, they're not listening to you. Right. Uh, no effect has happened based on your actions. And, and I'm saying that just flat out because I don't think you're magical in any type that would make a difference here. You'd have to study this in order to know what to do with it. Right. And so. I'm fine with you studying it, mind you. But no, no, no. Just I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to ask Victor, should we smash it? Or should we? He's muted. That's really what I would do. But. By the way, we have excessive muting at the table because Doritos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to be crunching into the <laughs> mic. Like I did. For <laughs> right. So, I mean, we've got it. I would just say take one of our pistol butts and smash it and see if it does anything. Okay. Because um, it's glowing, right? 
or they just the, they, the zombies have a, a faint glow on their head that um, Jamie was the only one to notice and let others know. But, and I mean, um, this may not do anything, yeah. but I mean, Cletus has got the shelving under control, and no so one's far. in immediate danger. So, so. Far, yeah. Uh, okay. Do so I have to roll to try to smash this, or is it? You a- are indeed going to roll because there is opposition to this now. Um, this is another one of those that it sounds like it's going to be an overcome action. You're trying to overcome the thing that this is doing. Right. Because it's not an attack. It, well, I, I keep thinking of this. It can't be an attack simply because it doesn't have hit points. Oh, yeah. It's just a thing. You're just trying to undo what it's doing. Is it force or focus or something what, else? You tell me. How you are you doing it? Exactly. You, you describe it. Are you hitting it? I mean, to I'm me, here's the difference. Force is going to be I'm going to smash it as hard as I can and hope it breaks. Right. Focus might be I'm going to take my time, look for that little spot there, and I'm going to hit that spot as hard as I can. Intellect would be I know I have to hit it right in the middle. I'm hitting it now. Right. You know? I mean, I have time. I'm not under pressure, and my character is a more focused kind of guy. So I, if I can, I would do a focus roll to try to hit this thing in a way that would, be, would break it. Okay. Which is going to give me plus three to my roll. Whoops. Okay. Uh, You're smacking it with the... Uh, just minus, with minus, 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 plus three. <laughs> minus a one. Can one? So you end up with a minus one. I have a four. That sounds Can like you a reroll situation. Sounds like a reroll. Yeah, okay. the magical energy within this thing is clearly uh, fighting your Oh, he's got a four rerolling. Is, uh, you can still do it. You could do it. I guess I can, right? You also have a okay. free invoke of a boost. Oh, yeah, I do. plus two. Yeah. Obviously and not going to work. Invokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, plus two isn't going to do it. But you need to do the reroll and then invoke the plus two. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So. Can, so what do are I need you? To... What aspect are you invoking in order to get this to As... use the face point? Face point. Okay. Damn it. Fate point. Roll your damn. I, mean, I don't have a character dice. aspect to point. invoke. Okay. So I'd have to invi- invoke an environmental aspect. Uh, or just something you know about. In this case, you know about the symbolic link. Right. You don't. You can use this as a non-free in, invoke. Anybody could be invoking the the clumsy or the symbolic link. Right. You get two free invokes of the link. She gets two free invokes of clumsy. Right. So I guess I want to use a fate point to use that aspect. Okay. So you know about the symbolic link, and you're right. using that point to reroll. To reroll. Right. And I'll take that. And. Is this a physical action? Uh, hitting I mean, it? To, I, I would say so, All yeah. right, so I'm going to use another wildpower, faster t- uh, box of my faster, stronger, tougher stunts to get okay. another plus one on this. Okay. Let's do that. Minus, 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 plus. Seriously? <laughs> plus one. Jesus. Oh, no, but then I get the plus three. So three, four, five, minus three, I get two. Well, plus I two. Have, well, I still have Oh, and then I get the free invoke, plus two, four. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So now I'm down to so one. I have four. So then we're tied, um, which means you succeed at a minor cost again. Uh, in this case, as you hit it, there is some sort of supernatural, um, I don't know, cap that busts in there, and it <laughs> melts the butt of your gun. A supernatural cap in his gun? Yeah, super, you, got a, you busted a supernatural cap in your gun's ass. <laughs> It's like the complete reverse, because, I mean, you normally you're using a gun to bust a cap. In this case, the cap busts your gun. Right. So you hit something magically charged, and it melted the butt of your gun, okay. which probably won't be fixed. But it did smash. It did indeed smash. And can I see any effect on the zombies from where I am? Um, Victor can. Yeah, we're just going to go right next in order. Um, so, uh, Victor, the zombies seem to stop moving. Although they don't seem to, what, unanimate, disanimate, anti-animate? Because it's still standing. Unanimate? Yeah. Deanimate? I, I, is de-animate. there really a word for it? Deanimate? Deanimate. Deanimate. All right. So that's the term we're not going to use. They, they don't <laughs> anti-animate, um, but they stop moving. Right? So they don't just, like, fall in a clump to the ground. They stop moving of their own movement or whatever was making them move. And there's the, the, this horrendously, thunderously loud metallic crunching against human bone and flesh. And that continues um, for a few seconds. And um, the, the woman you tackled starts to regain consciousness. Gagger. That's your answer to everything, Mickey. 
<laughs> JJ looks up and nods. Yeah. Is she still, is she face up? Uh, yeah. I mean, this whole time, I don't know that she would have gone face up. Even if you hog her, she'd be able to look around. I mean, the bad guy needs to be able to see what's going on, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's not, not a, a good story. movie. <laughs> yeah. That's what I don't want going on. Well, yeah, but you know. But these amateurs who helped tie her up didn't know that. Oh, How about yeah. that? I mean, as a priest, you really know how to tie someone up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <But laughs> always from behind. <laughs> All right. I will flip her over, though. So <laughs> as a priest, does yeah, another thing. Smack it up, flip yeah. it, rub it down. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What do you want to So she, she's um, regaining consciousness and um, just, like, cursing in a language that you don't quite understand. Like, it's completely, like, I can't even tell what language it is at all, or... It sounds like some kind of um, Balto-Slavic gibberish. She's making shit up is what it sounds like, all right? <laughs> She's off her rocker. Crazy yeah. Bitch. I'll, uh, because I have her face down, I'll rack the slide of the gun so she hears it, and I'll kind of put yeah. it near. Shut up. Right. I'll, like, like, punch her in the back of the head with it, just to Jesus. know I'm serious about it. <laughs> Donkey punch. First <laughs> you um, flipped her over. <laughs> not like really for damage, it's just kind of like you get that yeah. tap in the back of the barrel just to, you know, hey. So, she, so, let her know so she's there. not like ranting and raving. She gets quieter, but doesn't stop. Anybody make any sense of this? Anybody? Anybody want to try? I mean, that's yeah, the other I'll, part. I'll take a listen. Because at this point, you'd be creating an advantage. This sounds like the action of creating an advantage. So, from... After the din of the shelves starts to settle, I will take a listen from what he said and see if I can't make a sense of what she's saying. Okay. And at this point, think movie set. The amount of dust and stuff looks like somebody just ran through with the fog machine. Right. Um, so the, the place is kind of settling. Uh, sounds are now muted with all the dust in the air. Uh, and yeah, it would be as things start to settle down that you hear her. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. It really sounds like if you had no better guess, she's insulting your mother in some way. Uh, almost <laughs> assuredly, right? Um, no worries so what, what approach are you using? Focus. I, okay. I, am, I am quieting my inner self. I am going into my mind palace, and I'm listening okay. to see if I can at least determine... The okay. origin of the language she's using, if not the outright words. Okay, so I had a two and you had a four, which means you succeed. And, um, with flair, right? Well, no. not with style, because no. it needs to be a three. Okay. Now I'll remember that, because, well, I looked at it after someone told me, so it helps. I had double reinforcement. Uh, but you succeed, and you are sure that she is... She's what Creole, she is saying, she? she's undoing something that she had done previously. It sounds like some kind of undo spell. She's control Zing, <laughs> is what she's doing. So take for that what you will. So I look at but, you. Do I need to shut this up? So she, she has a new aspect on her of um, trying to undo. I need you to do something for me. That circle's still around her, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Slice your finger, touch it, and imagine a wall going up. All right, take the knife that I had from him. <laughs> Um, so here's one I'm going to do. I'm going to invoke your trouble of people you know don't know you. And at this point, I'm going to say that Victor doesn't trust you enough to do this unless you find a way for this not to happen. Okay? So JJ has accepted that faint point from me, which means Victor is not going to do it unless something else convinces him. Why did you give him a green one? Because it why not? The color doesn't matter. The color yeah, doesn't I know matter. Yeah. So These are the ones I've gotten saying, okay, from you guys. Well-played GM, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, well-played GM, you have a story point you want to happen. Yeah. So um, I, I negate his ability. So, any, so I, could, I could figure out a way then. To you could possibly, but right now you don't trust what he is You said. don't trust what I, I said. I look at you. Yeah. Told you to gag the bitch. <laughs> Punch her in the mouth. I think he's looking at you like, sure. Is this legit? <laughs> Punch her in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that um, soul gaze you did, part of it, I'm playing this as part of the story. Part of it is he doesn't trust you enough based on the information he knows about you um, to proceed with your request of putting his own blood to the, to the task of getting something done. Okay. 
Question. Would I understand what Cletus was trying to get Victor to do? Um, from your character's perspective, how much do you know about wizards and magic circles? Th- just that that's some weird voodoo shit that then I really no, don't understand. You probably don't understand. Yeah. Now, you might understand that he had some sort of good intention, but... But I don't understand exactly yeah. what he's trying well, to accomplish. You know, this could be one of those things that going in your head, does he need the blood of a, blood of a priest? Yeah, exactly. Or who knows what okay. he needs? I got right? it. Okay. So, not really understanding what exactly you're trying to get him to do, I would then fall on my instinct and just punch her in the mouth. <laughs> so you're going to punch her in the back of the head because she's yeah. face down right now. Well, she so could, you're going to use the floor to punch her in the she mouth. Could oh, yeah. Yeah. She could give good. her a reach around. Real nice. right? You could do a reach around, punch her in the face. I told you to sh- I'll punch yeah. her in the side of the head. I told you to shut up. Are you going to get rid of people's elbow again? <laughs> nice. Um... Don't mock my wrestling right, moves. Right before we roll that, I want to point out, because Jamie's been paying attention to what's going on around, for the most part, um, some of the zombies uh, have even been severed in half, and their top halves are starting to crawl away from the shelves. Well, I was going to ask, um, if, I, um, if I'm close enough to communicate to Cletus. Yeah, you're close enough for everyone, but I've been taking it as you're the one paying attention to your surroundings right, like right, almost right. all the time because right, right. you've described it that I way. I would just yell, um, is it any blood you need or his blood? Any blood. And he says that as Mora is... Punching her in the mouth. In the well, exa- that's exactly my point. Was like, it sounds like a... Take, us, take something off of her face. I mean, we've been pummeling her and stick it in the circle. No, it seems it can't her be blood. her blood. Above the sure. table, it would have to be my blood to seal the circle. Yeah, is what he's trying to do. He's trying to cut off her magic, but I so don't get that. In the Harry Dresden world, when a magic circle is formed, you draw the circle and you put your own blood and an effort of will in it to make the circle come alive. But it's not his. He, but he is saying right. Victor can use his blood. Anybody he can would, do it. No one yeah. has to be magical to create a circle. They do have to believe, though. They do have to believe, which could be a tricky thing. Which is why he's especially as we're building the, the interrelationships in the party. Yeah. Which is yeah. why he said, imagine right, right, right. a wall going up. Your headphone cord is over the microphone, and the microphone went down a little. There we go. Thank you, Kurt. Um, yeah, so let's try the old punch in the face. It I sounds would. like a Monster Hunter kind of thing. Right? Totally. It's, and I'm using for, force. Oh, I would assume so. And this is what an attack, uh, well, or I'm going to create her to shut up. I'm trying to get her to shut up. I'm going to create so, an advantage, I guess. That's what that um, is. Well, do you want or overcome? It? I was going to say overcome sounds more straightforward. Overcome because you're just trying to get a goal done. You're trying to get her to shut up. Trying to get but her if to you're shut doing up. Doing it so that somebody else could, you know, pull out the broken teeth, then that would be creating an advantage. Oh, that's souvenirs afterwards. Yeah. Okay, so this is an overcome. Yeah. Are you okay. I'm just thinking what I'm doing next, which is that I will go seal the circle, even though I don't understand it. Wow. You're just going to try, right? No minuses, two pluses, and my force is three. Wow, those are some awesome purple dice. Five? (laughs) (laughs) You want them back? So two plus three is indeed five. I have a three, which means you succeed. You accomplish your goal. You punch her to the point where she stops talking. (laughs) Told Um, you. Yeah. got a concussion like Tom Brady. Yeah, she's already been concussed a couple of times. <laughs> she's not calling any plays today. Yeah. No more audibles. Um, all right, so you hit her, and she stops talking, and, and she spits out some blood that doesn't appear the right color red, but maybe it's just the atmosphere that you're in. Um, Cletus, um, trying to continue clockwise, but yeah. You know, so we, the the zombies are continuing to be ambulatory. They don't appear to have been. Uh, uh, directed they're stopped um, then they started moving again when she was mumbling stuff I want to go over, flip her over and I'm going to do a soul gaze okay I want to find out her intentions how does that work, Like, do you go over to her and grab her by the the scruff, flip her over and be like, let's dance no, look yeah. deep into my like, eyes yeah. I'm going to go over and I'm just going to stare in her eyes I want to see if yeah. she is a Practitioner of black magic. If I do indeed find out that she is a practitioner of black magic, I will execute her on the spot. That's nice. Mr. Um, Good Guy over here. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, all right. Let me, let me just hold on a second. Blah, 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 blah. 
You're I'm, just referring, no, I'm referring to my own notes because there's okay. other stuff going on. I just want to make sure I don't miss something as we go. Um, okay. Let's do that. Um, you are going to... Now, what does the soul gaze entail? So, I, when looking episodes. someone in their eye for more than a few seconds, you peer into their soul and they likewise see into yours. The exchange manifests itself as a cryptic vision. Make a focus roll opposed by their focus roll. The winner learns one concrete, useful piece of information about the other. Or okay. two things with a successful style. All right. On a tie, they each learn something. Okay. Uh, these things can be advantages with a free invoke at the GM's discretion. All right. Let's try it. Nice. I got a one. I have four. You got a success with style. So the easy way for me to approach this is what I wanted to say if we didn't need to roll. She does not look in your face. She refuses to look directly in your face. She looks at your chest, at your arm, at your shoulder. She won't look into your eyes. So that means that she does have a soul then. Because if you have she to have knows what you're trying to do and has avoided it. Okay. Ah, at least it's, it's, you've got some information. Yeah. She's mortal. That's most likely, yeah. Or at least part mortal. She she has a right? soul. She has a soul. Probably a good way to put it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, for those who don't know from the Dresden verse. Uh, when a wizard looks in your soul and you have one, <laughs> then you both learn. Like, as JJ read, you both learn something about each other. Um, so but it does the rules not apply. up a little bit here, but. Yeah. It, for us, uh, although we'll stick with some of the world stuff that we know, it doesn't apply if um, the thing has no soul. Yeah. Right? So looking into a zombie, you would have not, the, no soul gaze would even start. You'd nope. stare in its eyes, it'd stare in your eyes, and then try and bite your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because why not? Right. Meatballs. <laughs> Meatballs. Mm-hmm. Right, so, my turn, my turn. So, Jamie, yeah, you're right there. Cletus has um, just tried to. Get it on mentally with the um, voodoo practitioner, who, by the way, this is one of those where it was so obvious that he was trying to look at her straight in the face, which you experience now. So you, you've seen this look from Cletus before, and she was all like, oh, no, I'm not looking at you. Not looking at you. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of putting your hand over your ears and saying, la, 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 la. She did this visually rather right. than. Right. Well, I'm still back on the that he wanted Victor to seal the circle and Victor wouldn't. Yeah. And I am perfectly willing to try that because I've seen enough wizard here to know that I don't necessarily 100% trust him, but I know he knows what he's doing and he's asked yeah. for something and we've got zombies. Well, that, so. that magnet that you put on the shelf apparently attracted some other two-ton shelves to just exactly. fall over. Exactly. Uh, and, and he got through the wards and yeah. I have no reason not to trust him. So yeah. um, I'm going to go and just... Took the smallest nick I can from my finger yep. and yeah. put put some blood like he directed. Um, now I don't know if there are any specific rules around a magic circle. I'm going with specifically what we know from the books that it uh, it isn't just doing it. You have to believe in what you're doing. So Correct. if you don't even know what the circle is for, then it's probably not going to do anything. But this is a learning experience, which I, I'm still going to encourage. Right. I mean, yeah. I would still do it. Yeah. And uh, I would not know exactly what I was doing other than that he told me to yeah, do it. I, yeah, because I, I didn't tell anyone to believe. I said, yeah. imagine a wall going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let, let's, let's just give it a focus roll yeah. and see what happens. And what I will do is I will say, well, what's your focus? A three. Okay. So I'm going to give the... The roll against because you drew it right. Yeah. You made the circle, and that's just. <laughs> it might not be appropriate <laughs> yeah. to say opposing. But four um, blanks, four. and a plus three. You can always invoke your plus two too. So I got a four. Uh, my extra free invocation. Well, hold on. The free was against uh, the symbolic link. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. So he discovered that aspect, and he gets another free invoke against. And him. I have no fate points left. Yeah, so I guess I am a uh, plus three. Okay, and I have a four. So essentially, you get this brief flicker of maybe this would do something, and then um, your finger tingles, and it's like electricity is going through it, and you, you grab it back, like like he had the extension cord plugged in or something. It is okay. like what the it's hell plugged is that? into itself. Well, yeah, but like real electricity, not magic stuff. <laughs> okay, like, what the hell is that? 
and you'll probably have to ask him about that later because that shit ain't right. Father, please forgive me for I have sinned. So it has been not, moments since my last confession. Out? She stopped talking. Yeah, she is still conscious. Um, one of her teeth is lying on the floor below her mouth, and there's some darker than normal blood outside of her mouth on the floor. And she's probably given the evil eye to some parts of Cletus that aren't his eyes. What else does she have on her besides I know she had the talisman and a doll? Does she have any more dolls? Think of Witch Doctor. She's dressed that way. Um, and in addition to that one bone thing, there were three others on that necklace that had different symbols on them. Uh, and then just about anything she's wearing might be used for something bad. But no more dolls. <laughs> she, when you first saw her, she was holding two. So there is still oh. another one there, yes. What, is, what does it look like? It's relatively generic, except that it, it looks like it has combat boots on. Interesting. I feel like we're not making progress. Oh, you are. Who so are you and who are you working for? This is part of those, uh, the Dresden verse is all about finding clues and finding out who your next enemy is. Mm-hmm. So think of it that way. It, I'm trying to plant each of these things is kind of a clue, and what we do with it will be up to us. Um, I'll ask her, who are you and who are you working for? And why do you have dolls made of me and my friend? Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's do this as an overcome. An overcome action. I mean, unless you want to create an advantage, I guess. If you want to get her talking for somebody else to get an advantage of, like, take her arm and twist it behind her and say, talk, and then somebody else ask her a question, maybe. Or you're just trying to get it yourself. Because she has a need not to answer you. And you yeah, need I mean, to overcome we, can, that. I, we can't do pain compliance. That's fine. Somebody else could. So you, so you want to create an advantage for somebody else to ask her yeah, questions. And who do you think that's going to be? Me? Uh, yeah? Okay. Um, so let's do that. Let's do it as a create an advantage. What uh, approach do you want to use? I'll take the knife I had and yeah. start sticking under her fingernails. Jeez. Silly so here's the, here's the deal for me. And this is something we might want to look up maybe in between because we're getting close to the end of an episode. When you're doing a create an advantage, um, is it something that you should be stating ahead of time or after the roll, I give you a chance to discover one like we've done so far? Because my first thought is the advantage or the aspect we're going to create is I'm willing to talk. Right. Right? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. But maybe you want it to be worded different or I might want it to be worded different. I don't know how, maybe by the rules, we we should take a look in between. But we'll start it as that. That's the advantage we're shooting for. Um, so what was the approach? A little pain compliance from the, with the yeah. blade under the fingernails. So which which number are we uh, going with? Hmm. Is that force? It could be force. Could be. Or flare. It could, could be focus, though, focus. too. You yeah, you're, you're focusing on the one spot that's going to cause focus. That's okay. the not complete brutalities. It's more. Let's see what four. we end up with here. You have a four. I have a three. Works for me. So you are able to succeed. So you create the aspect of I'm willing to talk, and you get a free invoke on it as well. So if for whatever reason it doesn't work for somebody else. Gotcha. Now here's the deal with the next person, and if we go in order here, it's Mickey. So if Mora has another point that she wants to use, she can immediately invoke the that she's willing to talk because the father, the father has just shoved bamboo under her fingernail. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to get up <laughs> right in her face, yep. invoke, kind of like push my hair back and be like, yeah. you're going to talk to me or I'm going to wipe the floor with your face. Oh, yeah? Literally. <laughs> so we're going to try that? I'll take that point. And you're going to tell me who you are, okay. what so you're, you're doing here. So you're going straight up. Um, and in this case, it sounds like... There's no good like cop, good this cop, is just bad overcome. cop. It's you're bad cop, worse cop. It's bad right cop, worse cop. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to... Um, you this is an overcome. She doesn't want to talk to you, and you're going to make her talk. Yeah. So you're using, what, force to threaten her? Yeah, I'm going to threaten her. Yeah, but with what? You still have to pick an approach. Flare, focus, force, guile, haste, intellect. Um, I think this is intellect, right? Because it's my matching wits against her. I mean, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Unless you're trying to intimidate her. I mean, with, or intimidation I'm is literally with, force. Yeah. It says it. So then, yeah. intimidation, force. Yeah. My good old... I mean, it says Fall dis- back. display brute strength, and to me, part of that is, look, I'll just... He's putting the thing under your finger. I'll snap it off if you don't tell me what the hell's going on, right? 
Oh, crap. I dropped that one on the floor. I got a up. I got a minus, but because I'm invoking, that's an automatic plus two. Yep. So it's a four. I have a two. Um, and did you add the add anything for the point? That's yeah. The with it, so you added plus two. Yes. Okay. I uh, rolled on minus one. It doesn't have to be an add a plus two. You could re-roll. I can tell you, I already have a two. If a re-roll, if you think you could do better with a re-roll, you can do that. Otherwise, you can just succeed. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, so you get past it. Uh, tell me your questions so that you may answer them appropriately. Or know who she is. Um, Why she has dolls. We'll, like we'll go with one at a time. You, were, you succeeded enough. Let's just get some of the exposition out here. Um, her name is Champagne Horace. And um, so that's who she is. And she is local to the area. She is uh, born and raised in the upstate of South Carolina. So who she is, what she's doing here. Yeah. So she, she is here to um, try and stake her own claim to power in Greer based on some of the events that have happened recently, recently including the um, um, opening of the, uh, gosh, the Never Never gateway thing that we talked about, the doorway to the Never Never. She's pretty sure that, that she has a, a rightful stake in the claim to the power here because she's local. Why does she have dolls of... Victor and what looks like me, right? Um, she Whatever. Knew you, she knew you were coming based on watching what was going on outside. They're rudimentary dolls, so watching you guys case the joint before you came in, uh, okay. she's able to construct a little combat boots and a little clerical collar. <laughs> Anything else we want to know, guys? I turn back to my party. Completely up to you. You have her probably for a few more questions. Find um, out. The zombies have kind of stopped. They're not de-undisanimated anti, but um, they're, not, they're not particularly trying to get at or to anyone or anything. Turn um, to Jamie, Victor, Cletus. What do you guys want to know? I'm just going to walk up to her and say, you know, Warlock, why have you animated these zombies? Um, and she will hiss back at you that she is a voodoo priestess not a warlock regardless why have you broken the fifth law she's trying to get her she's outside of the law wizard i am the law (laughs) (laughs) the law doesn't apply to me wizard you know what does though blunt force trauma i thought you were gonna say your penis (laughs) When you when you threaten her that way, she tells you Bruce will not stand for this. Bruce, Jenner, Bruce Lee. (laughs) 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 She does say Bruce. Bruce. I'm going to uh, basically put my hand uh, over her nose and mouth and hold her face still, and I will stare into her eyes. And she will close them. You've already lost that battle. We can cut her eyelids off. I I mean, you can do other things to her, but she has. I mean, very successfully avoided the soul gaze. So I want to I wanna take that one off the table. Now, to be fair, she's bad, and she's yeah. even told you she's outside the law. <laughs> Who's this but you're Bruce? not going to get a soul gaze unless we find some, something else that draws it out. Who's this Bruce? Yeah, who's this Bruce dude? She says, Once we find out who Bruce is, wouldn't you just kill her? I mean, she may say she's outside the law, but she's not outside your law. She's not outside the law. She will be going to the White Council, and she will die a horrible death. I'll just behead her. Are we going to ask? Yeah. We should find out who Bruce is, though. Yeah. I think yeah. pulling off That's the next question. Who's, yeah. who's Bruce? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or we could make her listen to the new Katy Perry album two or three times. Is that so in Until she talks. <laughs> yeah, so audible stimulation. Um, when, you, when, when you ask who Bruce is, she does look at Cletus for a brief moment, not long enough to incur a soul gaze, but um, uh, she says he knows, and she shuts her eyes again. So does this, I can't see you, so you can't see me? Yeah. Well, for him, yes. <laughs> yeah, Maybe not for you guys, but for him, yes. So she looked at him and said, he, he knows. He knows, yes. And she really is trying to clam up. We, we got a few free questions out of her because, well, those are those of you we need to know. With tactical... 
Actually, no. Why, why wouldn't I carry handcuffs as an officer? Yeah. That's uh, perfectly yeah. reasonable to me. So I'm going to pull out some handcuffs. Yeah, they're right to remain silent. Okay. Miranda rights. So say, does the White Council have Miranda rights? No, they don't. <laughs> no. But he, I mean. However, without. I don't know that she animated these zombies. She may have just assumed control. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's wrap up this episode and we'll discuss what we're doing with Champagne Horace and find out who Bruce is maybe as we get the next episode started. In the meantime, we can all say. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Arrivederci. Alpirazan. Ciao. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.